This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, April 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Galley. It's Earth Day. Secretary of State John Kerry will be in New York to join other nations in signing the Paris Climate Agreement. The commitments in the agreement are non-binding. But President Obama says in his Earth Day proclamation that the targets for greenhouse gas reductions are, quote, ambitious and specific and necessary to solving the climate crisis. A leading Republican critic of the agreement, Senate Environment and Public Works Chairman Jim Enhoff says the Paris Agreement is, quote, full of empty promises that will have no significant impact on the climate. USDA is marking Earth Day by showcasing water and wastewater projects that the department is funding across the country. USDA's Undersecretary for Rural Development, Lisa Mensa, and other USDA officials will be visiting projects today in Vermont, Kentucky, New Mexico, and California. EPA advisors wary of EPA reliance on pesticide study. An EPA scientific advisory panel appears unlikely to support the agency's use of a single epidemiological study to support its proposal to revoke tolerances for the widely used insecticide chlorpyrifos. That, according to AgriPulse, Steve Davis. At the conclusion of three days of meetings this week, panel members from a variety of scientific disciplines expressed uneasiness with the EPA's reliance on the study conducted by the Columbia Center for Children's Environmental Health. The science advisors say they don't object to using epidemiology to inform EPA decisions. The problem, they say, is using only one such study to make the decision. The panel heard criticism of EPA's proposed use of the study from industry, including Dow AgriSciences, Syngenta, and CropLife America. The Natural Resources Defense Council and Farm Worker Justice supported EPA. EPA is under a court-ordered deadline to decide by the end of the year on its proposal. The scientific advisory panel must deliver its conclusions to EPA within 90 days. Chairman Roberts eyes a breakthrough on biotech labeling. There's still no sign of a bipartisan deal on the GMO labeling issue. But Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts of Kansas tells AgriPulse he'd like to have some progress to show before the Senate breaks for a week-long recess the first week of May. Republican and Democratic aides were working on the issue in yesterday. Roberts said, I don't want to leave for the break without some degree of a breakthrough so we can see a path forward. Sixth Circuit keeps a grip on WOTUS case. The fate of the Obama administration's waters of the U.S. rule is staying in the hands of the Sixth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Industry and environmental groups want a lawsuit challenging the rule turned over to the district courts. But the Sixth Circuit declined yesterday to reconsider its decision to keep the case at the appellate level. The Sixth Circuit issued a nationwide stay of the rule in October. Yesterday's Senate vote on the latest GOP attempt to stop the rule made it clear that its opponents are going to have to rely on the courts to kill it or else wait for a Republican president. Republicans fell four votes short of getting the 60 necessary to amend the Army Corps of Engineers spending bill to defund the rule. The two senators still running for president, Ted Cruz and Bernie Sanders, both missed the vote, but they would have canceled each other out. Pork leaders think candidates will come around on TPP. Pork industry leaders are dismayed with the criticism that the Trans-Pacific Partnership has received in the presidential race. But the president of the National Pork Producers Council, John Weber, said he thinks the next president will warm up to the deal once in office. Weber said the candidates understand the importance of trade more than they're letting on during the campaign. 
NPPC CEO Neil Dirks agrees, saying he hopes cooler heads would prevail. In reality, can you walk away from it? I don't think so, Dirk said. If you do, the willingness is there to do that. Maybe we're condemned to relive the 30s with erecting tariffs and everything else, which was exactly the opposite thing to do in the middle of a depression. Key lawmakers back dairy industry on TPP. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack is in Japan for a G7 ministerial meeting. During the trip, Vilsack plans to push Canada to fulfill its commitment under the TPP to open access to U.S. dairy products. He'll have support during those discussions in the form of a bipartisan letter from key members of the House, including leaders of the House Ways and Means Subcommittee on Trade. The lawmakers expressed concern that Canada would try to cut back on existing dairy trade. Here's today's She Said It. For anyone who is passionate about environmental protection, Earth Day is like the Super Bowl and the Final Four combined. That's Jeannie Sachs of EPA's Mid-Atlantic Region writing on an EPA blog. That is Daybreak for this Friday, April 22nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.